My name is Sarah Vioso. In May of 2020, I was diagnosed with glioblastoma, the most aggressive type of brain cancer known. This is my spiritual journey of completely surrendering to God's will while healing my soul through His grace. Welcome to Surviving Fear. Episode 21, Reflection. At this point in my treatment, I was dealing with blood count issues. I guess only 10 to 15% of patients with glioblastoma that undergo this particular chemotherapy that I was doing called Tamadar have issues with their blood counts. And I'm one of them. I, I didn't find that too surprising. I wanted, I didn't want to be one of these people, but again, another thing that you cannot control. Uh, I've always bruised easily. I will walk around with bruises. I have no idea where they came from. It's not always my husband. Sometimes will be like, please put pants on because people think I'm beating you. No, I just run into random things and I don't even remember doing it. And then all of a sudden there'll be this big nasty bruise on my leg. So I was assuming that just my, my, the way I'm built made me more susceptible to bruising, which means my blood counts are off. And so my blood counts in this had been a roller coaster. And it's so funny because I'm such a numbers girl, as we talked about before, and it's hard not to get wrapped up in numbers. And that roller coaster was difficult of being, you know, I was doing good, I was doing good, I was doing good. And then at treatment 37 for my chemo out of 42, my oncologist said, Sarah, you you can't, we have to stop the chemo now. Because I had bottomed, I, wouldn't, I don't want to say bottomed out, but I was extremely low, especially my platelet counts, which made it difficult because if your platelets aren't at a certain number, you know, you can bleed out. That means your blood will not clot. And so you'll just keep bleeding. And, you know, I'm a klutz. I've been trying to be very careful. I can't tell you how many times I've hit my head since surgery. It's just, I'm a klutz. I try not to be, I wear hats a lot, especially right now, because my hair is growing back in from having to have it shaved. So it's coming back in funky ways. Like half my head is really curly. Half my head has stayed straight because radiation only takes out. Does it, It's not like chemo where you lose it all because of the the medicine you're taking, radiation is what made me lose my hair. And then, so instead of having the asymmetrical mohawk, which I've mentioned before, I opted just to shave it and let it come back in all together. And so, I mean, I just, you just have to be careful. It's like that roller coaster of my blood counts not being solid. I had to stop that immediately. And it took almost six weeks for my blood counts to recover. And that was nerve wracking. And I'd like to say, oh yeah, I patiently sat there and waited and knew the Lord had me. I mean, yes, in an ideal world that doesn't involve earth, yes, that would happen. That if we are in our, if we are truly our spiritual selves and not having to battle the human part of us, yes, it's exactly how it'd be, but I wasn't. I was nervous and I was upset. And I'm like, why are they not coming back? Is this it? I'm bottomed out and I'll have to live like this for the rest of my life. And it's hard. It is a very hard human thing that when things aren't going your way, that you don't automatically be like, 
God's got this and we're fine. Am I getting better at that? Yes, I'm absolutely getting better at that because it's something I practice all the time. Like, okay, take some deep breaths. Let's not freak out. And don't let that Italian take over in you and just be like, and don't let the devil take over you. But like, you know what? God has this. There's a reason for this. There's a reason for this. So I just needed to be patient and allow his plan to develop. And instead, I started switching my mindset to going, okay, my body, let's take this as my body needs to heal. That's what this is. If it takes my blood counts being low for me to slow down and just let my body heal, then that's so be it. And that's what happened is eventually my blood counts did come back up to a level. I mean, it was just barely at the level that I could start chemo again. And I was about three weeks late from when I was supposed to start. But I, you know, they tell you all these things. Like if you have a friend that's been diagnosed with cancer, if you've been diagnosed with cancer, you know, I went in thinking, oh, okay, well they have this, you know, they have this, they deal, they've been dealing with cancer for years. So there's this instruction booklet that's going to tell them A, B, C, D, E, and these are the steps you go through and it's all set to go. Yet that's not the case. And I don't know that until I got into this journey, but we all don't fit in the same box. I mean, life would be so boring if we all just fit in the same box, right? If we all had the same interest, if we all looked exactly the same, if we all acted the same way. I mean, some of my favorite people that I've come across are complete opposites of my personality. They are. And that's what I love about them. And we we don't fit in the same box. Not only does that fit with personality-wise, and, you know, physically how we look and things we're interested in, but it also has to do with our, our, our physical being. And medically speaking, we are not, we're not all the same. So I'm not sure why I had it in my head. I think that's probably been just through living life that you think, okay, if you have this problem, then you do this. If you have this problem, then you do that. And that's not necessarily what happens when you're dealing with low blood counts. And I had to remind myself that everybody heals differently. Some people heal faster than others. You know, sometimes, you know, what would take one person, you know, a surgery, like three months to heal, it might take another person six weeks to heal or six months to heal. That we all heal differently and our bodies are all made differently and we all treat our bodies differently. We fuel them differently. We eat, some of us eat healthier than others. Right now, I'll be honest with you. I am not in a situation that I'm eating super healthy. I just got back from a vacation with my family. It was phenomenal. And I did not eat good, but I'm back on that. I'm back on to eating well again. Um, you know, when I was in the throes of, of treatment, I did not break for my diet that I was on because my body was at its lowest point. And it's the most stress, physically speaking, I've ever put my body through, even more so than when I trained and ran a marathon, because there are, there are things happening that I can't control. And, you know, when I was, when I was in the, you know, the depths of treatment, the only thing I could control was fuel the what I was putting into my body. And even though I didn't want to eat, I would force myself to eat. And I only ate healthy and I only drank water. And now I only drink water and I drink um I drink a sparkling water that's um flavored, not with a natural flavor. It's actually flavored with fruit. And um it helps. But you know, I, I just wanted to 
give my body the best chance to heal. And I know like now that I'm healing and I'm in a good place physically, I really find some of those old habits that I used to do that were so easy to not do when I was in the middle of treatment. But now that I'm feeling good, I feel kind of back to myself, you know, old habits start coming back. Like I always, I always obsessed about my weight. I obsessed about the zits on my face. Um, I constantly wake up every morning and the first thing I do is look in the mirror and examine my face. And I used to just so guilty of every time I looked at my legs, I'm built like a short Italian woman. I have some legs. It's the strongest part of my body. I got thighs. I'm nev- I can even in the depths of marathon training and I'm running, you know, I, I was running, I think around 40 miles a week, still could not get rid of the thighs, but you know, they're the strongest part of my body. They've served me well. Um, but I mean, I still, it's, it's silly when we think about it. It really is a silly thing to think about that. I mean, I've, I'm Italian. I have a full blown mustache. If I do not wax or if I do not, I don't shave it because I'm afraid it's going to come back prickly. But if I'm not using tweezers to pull hairs, yes, I have a full-blown mustache. I had an aunt who I loved dearly, that, but I was always a little nervous to give her a hug because she had a beard too. I mean, us Italians, we can be hairy. It's just part of it. And I wouldn't trade my Italian heritage for anything, but it comes at some costs. Like some, I for me, it's like, I that's my thing. And I wish I didn't, I wish I didn't have that. I wish I didn't look at the mirror and pick myself apart. And I've actually gotten so much better at it because, you know, I got down to, I, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm just over five feet. I'm not even five foot one. I think I'm five foot and half an inch. And I, you know, a healthy weight for me, if I'm in tip top shape and taking care of myself and eating healthy is probably about 120 pounds. At one point in this, I was down to 107. It's not healthy. And it wasn't because I, I was starving myself. Well, I mean, it was because I was starving myself, but I had no appetite because I'm in the middle of chemo and I'm t- exhausted and I'm I, nothing sounded good. And it wasn't purposeful. I didn't like what I saw then either. But I stopped myself. I'm like, why do I tear myself apart? Why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we pick ourselves apart? Why do we become ourselves our own worst critic? You know, we're so hard on ourselves sometimes. At least I am. And hopefully this isn't a battle that you fight. I used to be. And it's and then, you know, the further I got into this and the more I grew and fostered my connection with God, you start coming across scriptures and and devotionals. And I found a reminder that made me just stop in my tracks. And it was, you are a reflection of God. We should radiate his glory. And I found this psalm that I loved, and it's Psalm 34, 5. And it says, those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered in shame. I love that word radiant. And, you know, I was saying they're self-shaming and saying, oh, look, you're not perfect. And that's not me. That's Satan coming in. That's Satan attacking you, telling you you're not good enough. God will never tell you that. He never says you're not good enough. He says, I will love you. 
I will love you through any sin you commit. Just ask for forgiveness, repent, live the best version of yourself. He doesn't tell us we're not good enough. That's not God. God tells us we are radiant. And you know, the first time I ever heard the word radiant, I can remember, I was in the third grade and we were reading the book, Charlotte's Web. And if you've not read that book, I mean, you've had to read it, but if you have not, um, get, read it, watch the movie. And Charlotte is a spider, if you haven't read it. And her best friend is a pig named Wilbur. And Wilbur is getting fattened up. He's adopted by Fern because Wilbur was going to be killed because he was a runt pig. And his, and Fern, his human, saves, saves Wilbur. And she takes him out to the farm and raises him. He gets fattened up. And then he realizes that the reason he's getting fattened up is because he's going to be slaughtered and used for meat. And so he just, he faints. It's funny. He has fainting spells, which makes me laugh. But anyway, that's off topic. But Charlotte is this gray spider that is so graceful and wants to help Wilbur and is almost like Wilbur's calming force. And one of the words, and so she would spin webs in the barn where, where Wilbur lived. And one, I think the first web was humble. I think that's it. Yeah, the first one was humble. humble. And then I think it was the next word or the word after that. Because I think it was humble, terrific. But then it was the word radiant. We are radiant when we turn to him. And that saved, uh, Charlotte ended up saving Wilbur's life because of the miracles of the web. And the, the messages the web gave in that he's a radiant pig. And, you know, we aren't, pigs. I mean, sometimes I can be because I do love my food and I will eat, but we are radiant. You know, we being radiant, you think of that, it's like being a light is being radiant. We reflect, you know, like when I was a kid, I would, and I'm sure you guys have done it. I would either use a mirror and I would use a mirror and reflect the light from the sun and have it reflect and hit another object so I could illuminate that other object. And that's what God calls us to do. Um, another great scripture I came across is Second Corinthians 3.18. It says, And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory. When you turn to God, you reflect his light and love to others. So not only do we reflect his light, but we reflect his love. The love that we give others comes from him. It's not anything we're generating ourselves. He loves us. Sorry, you can hear some paper turning because I've had some extra long notes for this episode. But we reflect his light and his love. And he shows us that by giving us a specific purpose. And I almost missed my purpose because I was so wrapped up in myself and my world and my life. I was so wrapped up in being a mom and being a wife and dealing with whatever quote unquote struggles were coming our way. And 
and you know, the struggles when I look back on now and I'm like, seriously, that was my struggle. Like this was all pre-diagnosis and that, you know, I had such a different perspective and I almost missed what my purpose was. And I, I believe right now I'm living my purpose. I believe by having this podcast and sharing what I've experienced, I'm just hoping that it'll help somebody and somebody will benefit from what I've learned through this. But I was just so wrapped up in myself and worrying about people thought and worrying about what I looked like in the mirror and, you know, worry, 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 worry. And instead of just being faithful and being like, and leaving it all at the foot of the cross and being like, God, I know you got this. But my tumor got me out of my world of worry and got me into his world. And trust me, his world is way better than the world I was living in prior to. So many people I know are hurting. Now, I mean, right now, COVID's winding down, but there's still a lot of sick people. Just because COVID is winding down, cancer is not. Every day, I mean, at least once a week, I have someone contacting me saying, can you please pray for Someone that's struggling mentally, someone that feels alone, someone that has lost hope, someone that has a medical challenge ahead of them. So many people hurt. And there's so, so simple ways that we can help those people. And reflecting his light and being radiant through just being joyous, saying kind words, by finding something funny in a situation and laughing and sharing your faith and sharing your strength can help someone and you don't even know it. Sometimes we don't get to know how we've helped somebody just by smiling and say good morning. But that's being radiant and that's being reflecting him. And that's you being a reflection of God's light and God's love. I mean, imagine. Imagine if we all truly saw ourselves as a reflection of God's light. I mean, I feel like I'd walk around like an Avenger with my hands on my hips and be like Captain Marvel. Be like, I am his reflection. Take my power, take his power that is given to me through him and reflecting upon it. Sorry, I love Marvel movies. I got wrapped up in them when my when COVID hit and my son and I decided to watch the Marvel movies in chronological order, not necessarily the order they were released. I highly recommend it if you haven't done it. If you've already watched them all again, do it again because it's such great movies. But I feel like like that I have an Avengers power that's given to me by God. But the thing is, I'm not unique. He doesn't just give that to me. He's given that to every single person that is walking the planet. It's just whether or not you choose to use it. And there is no amount of money on this earth that compares to the feeling you get when you see that smile on someone's face that you put on their face because you reflected his love and light. There really isn't. 
I mean, I'm sitting here tearing up and I don't mean to be because so many of you that are listening right now and so many of you that live by me and that have supported me through my journey have reflected your superpower of his light and love onto me. And it's that power is just incredible. It's incredible. And just imagine, imagine, imagine if we all saw ourselves as God's superheroes and we got our, and we do get our power from him and we reflect his superpower of his light and love to everyone. Imagine, just dare to imagine how bright this world would be. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Vioso, and I'll see you at the next episode of Surviving Fear. Surviving Fear is made possible by the efforts of our executive producer, JT Henderson, writer and director, Sarah Vioso, producer and editor, Kristen Walker, artistic creator, Laura Ritchie, graphic editor, Linda Lee, and musical artist and composer, Adam Vioso.